0: Ding. August 2022, uh, welcome into the 4th Motherbox, I remember when Metallica released this version of what was a perfect song in my opinion, Black Off of their Injustice for All album in 2020, this is like April or May, like the pandemic was just in the height of its bullshit and this was a very much needed shot in the arm, um, I know for myself, uh, Tom Oakry, one of the co-hosts of 4th Motherbox, thank you very much, and a great shot in the arm for my uh, brother from another mother, all the way out in Chicago. Our other co-host, Kyle Casentino, as he joins us as always. Kyle, how the hell are you today?
1: We're doing good. Um, not much else. It's been a long week. It's been back to school at uh, the college they work at, so um, I'm really looking forward to not uh, going to work on Monday. But uh, most of the shit has passed, so I'm I'm uh, kind of looking forward to. The fall and uh, everything that comes with it. So fuck
0: yeah, you know what comes with the fall, and I know you're not a big fan, but football, um, boy. I was just telling Courtney this this week, and I shared with you a little bit of the challenges I've been having upstairs this week, and you know I'm really looking forward to football. There's like a comfort in that that I feel like I could just sink my mind into for eight hours on a once one Sunday a week, or the only Sunday a week, one day a week, I should say rather um, for. A good season, but yeah, you know, fall comes Halloween and my favorite uh, holiday, Thanksgiving, because you get to be fat and nobody says anything about it. And then, of course, everybody hates Christmas, so fuck that. But anyway, I digress. Neither here nor there. But we are the Fourth Motherbox. Thank you for joining today. There's there's been a little bit of news, a little bit of stuff to talk about uh, surrounding DC, a little bit of Star Wars, and of course, we'll we'll touch on Marvel. But um, Labor Day coming up, Kyle, you got any? You got any Labor Day plans?
1: Uh, you know what? I am all uh, vacationed out um, because I've just gone too many places on long weekends this year. So I'm proud to say that I'm going to sit on my fat fucking ass this Labor Day weekend.
0: Yeah, that's solid. Yeah, we'll, uh, we're doing Halloween Horror Nights this Sunday before. So a week from tomorrow.
1: Well, I, guess, I guess I'm just going to come down
0: for that. Though. There you go. There you go. I was might uh as well, right? Yeah, might as well. Who needs money? N- nobody. 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 nobody needs money. Especially like holding on to it, right? Like these corporations that we bleed for. It's you know what's funny
1: is like uh, the the Disney obsession is very real and sometimes like, you know, when you meet somebody new as like a counselor or therapist, you know, you have to build rapport with them and and I, can't, I just had a new client this past week, and um, they were telling me about, you know, their plans to go to Disney World. And they were saying how obsessed they were with continually going there. And I'm like, wow, you picked the right counselor because, huh. um, you know, I just came back and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, that's, that's always a good thing to see. So the, the, the love and obsession with Disney is, is running strong, and that's always a good thing to hear. That's good.
0: And I'm I'm just genuinely curious, and obviously I know if you can't share this, but age range—are they middle age, our age, younger? I'm, I'm I'm just curious.
1: A little bit younger than, than we are. Okay. Now, okay. but
0: in late late twenties. So. Oh, so probably same same generation, so to speak. So, cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Disney's Disney's a healthy obsession.
1: The, yeah, you know, it's like sometimes like um. You know, I gotta watch myself and get carried away with that shit. So, it's like those, you know, you know how that is. You start talking about it, and then you forget why that they're, they're in front of you. and yes. Then you realize, oh well, this is this is more about me. But you know what? I mean, talking about Disney is very therapeutic. So,
0: um, everybody who thinks anything else, they can fuck off. So it's all it's all relative, right? You you go to therapy what to help work it? through some traumatic issues, right? And and if talking to your therapist about Disney and having them regale about their tales and their stories and their memories you you, you ex- exact the excitement out of them I don't know for me that would be very engaging and, and like um, I don't know like not powerful but it would just be very just like enlightening I i think I'd, I'd, I'd probably come out of that session and just be like oh yeah that was a lot of fun to get to talk about Disney now I'm even more excited so fuck it
1: you know and that's a really great point because I feel like the one misconception about therapy is like you walk in and you have Hannibal Lecter in front of you, and, it, and it's really not all about like you know storm clouds and and like you know um, shit hitting the fan. I mean, you have to talk to people. You know, any like basic customer service skills, um, or like you know if you're really gonna get somebody to trust you, you gotta talk to them. You gotta be a human being. So, like, can the the uh, Sigmund Freud for Sometimes you get a can of Sigmund Freud for like a session or two. And, and even even after that, like, you know, I've talked about, you know, with some of my clients, like, about horror movies. I had a couple of clients in the past that, that were, like, super in love with it. It's just, you know, you find you're in, and it's it's just a great way to connect with people. And I think, you know, it's like really building that relationship. And um, I think that's what really helps people. So when you get to that dark and doomy shit, like, they. You know they trust you to be on that road with you, so I always think that's that's a really great thing. So yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's good to talk about Disney, even if it lasts a whole session, even if it goes beyond the session parameters, it's perfectly fine.
0: Yeah, just charge those uh, insurance companies out the ass, make them pay for the yeah, sessions right. talking about Disney.
1: Yeah, they don't they don't really want to pay uh, at all or or anywhere near on time, but they they can suck a big fat. They suck a, uh, a big fat um, pile of Bantha shit, so. There we go.
0: There we go. Bantha shit from the sands of Tatooine. Uh, yep. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Disney, look, and, and this is escapism, right? Um, I, I took this whole, I, I, I re- literally took this whole week off of work as a, gi- like, legit mental health week. I, I You know, the time we've, Corey and I have taken off before, we've done phenomenal things that have been fantastic and very good for mental health, but. It's been a lot of go, 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 right? You know, visitors, and I'm not saying visitors are bad. They're not. I love it when Kyle comes to visit. I love when Courtney's, you know, you know, best friends come to visit. I love when we get family. Like, I just had my dad, stepmom, little brother, little sister out here. We took him to Epcot, Magic Kingdom. Like, like great shit. Like, like I love that stuff. I, I could do that over and over and over again. And I know somebody out there listening to me is, is going to be like, yeah, you say that now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I w- yeah, I was going to ask, like, you know, I mean, it is great living 10 minutes from Disney World, and I have, I have often maybe um, boasted a bit to, you know, friends and coworkers about, you know, about that. But, you know, I can say I'm very appreciative. You know, I could always pay my own way. Like, I don't have to oh, stay yeah. with you. I always appreciate staying with you and, and um, you know, spending time with you guys and, obviously, Winston and, and Raja, uh, your your cat. But does do you think that, like, you know, you might get sick of like that? Because I know, like, I really don't want house guests i mean it's well i guess it's different you know what i mean but like if it's like my core friends like 100 percent it's my doors are always open but um i don't know maybe is... like some other like extended relatives maybe i i don't not so much so yeah yeah and that's all i'll say about that
0: <laughs> no 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 i i absolutely am fine with it i i i think it's great um like i said um i don't i don't foresee ever getting sick of it because Courtney and I are really good at creating boundaries right and you always ask too you're, you're 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 probably the best person to come out like visit and stay especially in our new place right it's seemingly bigger the the extra room that we have people to stay in there's more nerd shit in here and there's like a bigger room and stuff plus yeah to your point earlier we're like super fucking close to Disney World like like we could just up and go and get beignets if we wanted to like at 10pm um, but anyway it's neither here nor there um but, yeah, having people, like, like easy house guests that, that come in is awesome because we, we love experiencing the parks with, you know, especially you coming out here to do Cosmic Rewind for the first time. Like, like, people who haven't experienced that yet are coming out to do the parks. It's, like, the first thing I'm taking them to do, and it's so much fun. Even after 22 yeah. times, it's still amazing.
1: Yeah. And, like, it, it never gets old for me, and I have to keep saying that because um, and I was telling people this at work the other day, too. I'm like, you know... Like being, even being like at other places, like I just—it's always somewhere I I really consider home. I consider my safe place. If I was like a ninety-year-old man shitting in my pants, (laughs) I obviously probably couldn't go and and walk around Disney for thirty thousand steps for a whole day. But I poop my pants. I, but I would want somebody to wheel my ass, my old wrinkly ass, into Disney World and just you know park me on Main Street. That's so I can smell the, uh, you know the the ben well not the beignets because they don't have that there but they had the mickey pretzels and um you know just just kind of take it all in i mean that would be enough for me i think at that age Weird. i mean i probably would get out of my will try to get out of my wheelchair and try yeah. and get on the haunted mansion Fuck but yeah. um i mean you probably still could at 90 right i mean it's not like it's a
0: no you just like just going you'll be just just get a dash get a dash pass for being an, an increpidly old man who poops himself and they'll let you right in the front of the line and you'll and you'll be on Haunted I Mansion. Could,
1: I could always go on Carousel of Progress. I mean, that's that's always something I can do.
0: You can. Me. hopefully by then the 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 scenes will be updated, but like really updated. Either that or it won't yeah, be there I, anymore.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not. It's not like really. I know the history of that ride. I get it, but like it's not one that like. You know, if I went to Disney World and I didn't do that ride, I I wouldn't be like. I wouldn't be crying about it. I still haven't been on It's a Small World since I've been a kid, and I'm and I'm fine with that. Like they can, that ride can set on fire and just go away for forever, and I
0: wouldn't care. Don't don't would not care. It, it's it's in my opinion, unless you've never done it before, and you're not going to be in California, or Southern California, I should say, in a very long time. I would do it out here, but it's it is not necessary to do in Walt Disney World. The much better version of it, even though it's you know inside, it's almost the same thing. Almost there's 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 differences. Um, Disneyland's is superior um, just from the facade, from the opening of everything, like the theming of it's a small world. The entrance, you know, you start outside and you go inside to the ride. It's just spectacular. So,
1: is is there really any like major love for that ride? Because I feel oh like, yeah, you know, Disney, the, oh yeah, people are like super, you know. Um, think get super crabby and, and get their uh, underwear in, in a bunch when they talk about like remodeling or replacing a ride so people people would like lose
0: their shit if they destroyed it's a small world there 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 there's a subsection yes but you have to understand there's always going to be a subsection of people like like me I'm still not well I, I'm over it it's really not that big of a deal but I would have liked to have had a better warning about the primeval world going away because that was a fun I think it's an underrated ride but um, and the Maelstrom, I I, I still to this that day was. PTSD. Yeah,
1: and and I only went on at that one time with you. the um, yeah. primeval world. Like, I didn't even know that existed. Well, I guess maybe. Like, I don't remember if that was my first time. To an- no, I no because I went there the year before. But I, I didn't even know that it existed. So. Yeah, and that was a cool ride. I mean, um, I saw so- I've seen Maelstrom too, but just like on YouTube. hmm like, Thank God for YouTube because you know that really preserves that shit.
0: Yeah, the last time I did Maelstrom was 2011, and I remember I went five years later, uh, when I took Courtney to Disney World for the first time, walked right into Norway and in construction walls and. So,
1: <sighs> did did Courtney like? Um, you know, she's never been to Disney World at that point. Did she really? I don't know. Was she like a fan, like a super fan of Disney, or she just was a casual fan? Like, oh, what I was would... her kind of like.
0: Y- yeah you point that at that point. i mean disney property in general she was a you know a big fan um as far as the parks went you know very much didn't go as much i mean i didn't go as mu- as nearly as much before courtney and i were together um just with like my dad and my stepmom and stuff like those family trips um uh what was i gonna say um the level of like Fun she would have, or like, or like, you know, every the the time she'd go to the park, maybe like once every five years. And then we went to Disneyland for the first time in 2015. But um, when we st- when we went there for our first trip to Disney World, the the trip we got engaged. That's when it be- you know became like, okay, this is like a us now. This is our personality. <laughs> um, and she, her, and I kind of morphed into the the nuts that we are now uh, together. If that answers your question.
1: You you guys are going to Disneyland Paris. In less than a month. Less than a month. Um, you got it. Do you do you think you know um, you'll ever see yourself maybe going back? Because I, I mean, there's no. I mean, I'm not. I'm gonna guess right now, and and say you guys are gonna love it. Do you think you'd ever like maybe go
0: back? To Disneyland Paris, sure. I never say never. Um, I'm not gonna go out of my way to do it unless, for whatever reason, Disneyland Paris blows me away. I mean, just based on what I was looking into. It looks like it's a must-do for Disney Park fans, but I don't think it's like got to go back every couple of years kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: what about what about the other ones, like Shanghai or Tokyo? Um, um
0: I'm I'm not. I've made it very clear. Unless there's a regime change uh, over those parks in China, I'm not going anywhere near them. Um, but Tokyo, Tokyo, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was I was just going to say I'd, I'd the next one on my list would probably be Tokyo. Hands down. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think at least the e- even like the culture over there is just, um, you know, so fascinating, especially like. Well, I mean, they don't really um, obviously showcase that in the World Showcase. Um, They don't think. Right. No, that's just they just have the China um, Pavilion. No, they, they have. But it, they have Japan. Do they really? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. it? Because I was like thinking, I'm like, why do I feel like I've seen that? It, I mean, we, we haven't walked through there in a while, so. But they have that? hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, Japan's beautiful. Uh, one of my favorite of the World Showcase pavilions. It's got the like a secret hidden seating area. It's like a secret quick service. Uh, not secret, it's there, but it could easily be missed. Like this great sushi quick service in the middle. And then it's got the big, probably my favorite. Um, Gift shop of all the World Showcase pavilions, with all like the Japanese culture, you know, like the Nintendo stuff is in there, and like the porgies and the the uh other. Is,
1: is Japan where they have Super Nintendo World, or is that is that here?
0: Nope, I don't yeah. know if you've seen that. Yeah, Super Nintendo World's in in Tokyo. It's in Japan, and then Universal Hollywood is opening their Super Nintendo World next year.
1: Wow! Yeah, that's that's gonna be.
0: Uh, wait
1: a minute are they is this gonna be in the epic universe or is this separate
0: no this is separate uh epic universe is all Orlando all here
1: okay but that's in Hollywood yes um, Super Nintendo world so they're not doing like any epic universe in California
0: nope nope they don't have the room for it no
1: uh, you know what that's what th- California keeps getting the shaft, but... uh, No, they don't. Man, Universal's trailblazing. Two new parks. Fuck. Fuck.
0: They do not... Look, look. Disneyland, at least... I can't speak so much for Universal Hollywood. I don't know that park as well as I do Universal Orlando, but uh, I promise you California does not get any fucking shaft as far as theme parks go.
1: I mean, like, it just is a shame that they can't... They don't have the room for it. I mean, I'm sure they do, but you'd have to, like, you know, really put it... Maybe further away from um, Disneyland. Well, you know, if Disney were going to build a par- another park, they'd have to like, you know, do some logistical stuff. I mean, or just consider like, hey, this is going to be in another part of the state, and that's just
0: that's what it is. Could be. I mean, but um, the owner, uh, the current owner of the Los Angeles Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, uh, Major League Baseball team, just said they're putting the team up for sale, and um, the LA Angels play. That stadium's like right down the street from Disneyland. Like every time I get off the freeway, uh, I'm going to Disneyland. I see it. I, it's like right in front of it. So Disney, you want to own the angels again. You can move them <laughs> and then tear down all that room. And I mean, there's a, there is a Disneyland. Um, you need to go look this up. I don't know if you've looked this up. I can't remember the fucking name of it. Um, there is a Disneyland expansion project. And there's there's a bunch of information on the internet about it. Oh. Yeah. Uh,
1: are they still going to be the Los Angeles Angels? Because I feel like that's, you know, pretty kind of iconic baseball team name. So uh, is it going to be kind of like the Bears where it's still going to be the Chicago Bears, but they're going to be in Arlington Heights?
0: Yes, I, I'm pretty sure it would be, um, especially since L.A. is really not that far away from from Which, Anaheim.
1: Wish not to maybe get a little political here, but like. Man, the Bears have been here for a long time. That's, that's a fucking loss, you know, for this city. What, what a...
0: You reap what you sow. What a loss. Yep. You so. reap what you sow. And I've got no problem saying it because it's my, my former city I resided in and I just, I wouldn't... If I were there, if I were a resident of Chicago, I wouldn't vote for the policies that that are kicking businesses and people in my in my favorite sports franchise out of my hometown city. Like, fine, go to Arlington Heights. Like, I okay. I saw the plans that they put online. It looks like they're they're trying to build the the pristine the the most state of the art complex in all of the NFL. So I'm like, go for it. If the Bears can be that team and change the outlook, because they used to have all the shitty outlook about having like shitty turf or shitty like. Natural field that everybody slips on on Soldier Field when like the opponents are playing and just like it looks like a eyesore off a of Lakeshore Drive. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm used to it, but it could look better.
1: Well, it's it's just so iconic. I mean, the Bears are, are such an iconic football team. I mean, the, nothing else is kind of like. I mean, no other team really kind of sticks out as as much as they do. I mean, they've been in SNL skits. I mean, they've had like you know Coach Ditka and just so much history there. So it's like it's a huge loss, I think, for Chicago and
0: wouldn't be um, as big as a loss if the forever, Cubs were
1: right. I mean, I don't know how many years, but they've been there for a long oh, time. Oh,
0: the '30s. I mean, I mean the Bears were. Um, Jesus Christ, we were uh, the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah, we were the Cardinals originally, and then they obviously moved to St. Louis, then moved to Arizona. So yeah, the Bears, that's why the Bears and Packers are the oldest rivalry in the NFL, because they've been doing this before the NFL had had merged. So yeah, just a little sports talk there. Um, Before we get into news, I want to quickly, and Kyle, you know this, I just didn't tell you, but I want to just kind of self-serving pat on the back announcement to just let everybody know, um, and I'm putting this too on this podcast too, so I keep myself honest and have motivation to finish this because, you know, I've, I've started stuff like this before and I've never completed it. So I'm writing an original story. Uh, you can call it a novel. You can call it like a series. Uh, I, I don't care. It, maybe you can call it a movie script. I don't care. I have no intention of doing anything with this, really. Maybe I'll publish it because I don't think getting things published is all that tough. Once I'm done with it, just to have it out there and say, hey, I'm a published writer or something. I just want to create a different world. I, I want to create just in general, um, I think that uh, pulls a lot of happiness out of myself, and I've been looking for things to do to have that type of outlet because I really don't have that in my current role. But that's 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 my decision, right? You you don't make a lot of money <laughs> if you're an artist or if you create, you know, if you're doing music unless you are one of the lucky to hit it big. But um, right now, the the title that I'm that I'm pretty sure I'm sticking with it is called "Philosophia: The Bridewell Gambit." Um, and just to give everybody just a kind of like a breakdown of what the story's going to be about uh it's very set, set very 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 far into the future like the 4100s i think it, i think i got the year set at 4185 um after a 30 year war on earth and there's like under 500 humans remaining um they have to fight and forge their way um, through putting together a new society but there's a lot of shit that One particular individual shall uncover. That's going to be a little fun. Um, And then also, the last thing I'll say about it is the world governments came together after the discovery of a new element and created these bipedal war machines that are basically walking, killing machines that can't be destroyed. Uh, There are four remaining on Earth that are stalking people all the time. And um, So yeah, yeah, let's leave it at that. I'm looking forward to it. So now that it's out in the air, literally, I hope I get to finish this soon. I've started on it though. the Prologue's almost done.
1: Yeah, I mean that—that that sounds like a great idea. I like how you said that. You know, you, you know, it's really more for yourself, and I—and I really think that that's okay because sometimes people, they—they they do things just to put it out in the world, and maybe that creates an undue amount of pressure. Mm-hmm. um But like, you don't have to share with the world. Like, I write. I have, like, an album's worth of music that I've written and recorded over the past couple of years. Just stuff that I've done in my past time, and, like, I don't really feel the need to put it out there. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know. It just, it's more, it's great, it's more fulfilling to me to, like, record it and then being able to listen back to it and, and do that stuff. Could I get on stage and go do that thing? Yeah, but, you know, it's like, who has the time to do this shit? I mean, it... You can make the time, and it's just like it's a lot of work. But anyway, I I think there's this like really cool. You know, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. It sounds like a great idea. Um, it's it's always a good outlet, I think, too, to like really put your focus and in, into something like that. I mean, it's like really grounds you um, in the maybe existential chaos that we live in. So um, always a good thing. Very yep. cool.
0: Thank you. Um, yeah, I'll I'll update maybe um, if I ever get this officially published. I'll have like a special episode about it. I don't know. Um, Like I said, I'm just, I'm just doing it for me. Um, And I learned from our boys in Metallica to always create and always do things for you and never for anybody else. Um, Yes. So it's, it's, it's one thing that they've like taught me and taught us that's always stuck. And you hear a lot of really good artists in, across music or just if it's, Comics, or if it's story, if it's writers, they they all essentially say the same thing, right? If you're doing it for somebody else, you're not going to get the true worth of what you want to provide. Like, there were a few times I was writing something, and I was like, oh, what if like, you oh, know, somebody could partake this a little differently? And I said, you know what? Fuck it. No, this is the way I want to write it. So, th- that's how you get your best work.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think I I write
0: really well that way too. It's like when I'm not,
1: you know, trying to um, uphold some you know, ridiculous standard to be X, Y, or Z. Like it, it just like comes out naturally. And I always feel like that's, that's where the the good stuff is. Mm -hmm. And you look at a lot of bands today and and maybe this is just the bands I listen to. I just feel like, you know, there's always this trend of let's write an album, you know, put maybe real effort into like four decent songs so we can get some radio play. And then the rest is just going to be like, you know, whatever we can throw together at the last minute. And uh, not a lot of bands kind of have that craft anymore. And I maybe talked about like, not that I'm going to ever criticize that I could and say I could ever write like Dream Theater because, you know, they're freaks. But, you know, like kind of filler music for the last album. So um, I could always appreciate, you know, the, the fact that Metallica doesn't, isn't like, bound by anyone like they they run the show completely you know they don't have to have deadlines they could just do whatever the fuck they want which is so great um i sometimes i wish they had a deadline so they would maybe you know write another album before they can't you know but yeah i'm not sure if we're gonna get that at this point but here's uh hoping that we will at least one more anyway i think we're gonna get one more yeah We'll get one more. You think so? Because we're, you know, the, we're on yeah year six or almost year seven since we got uh you know hard hardwire to
0: self destruct and before that it was eight years since we had death magnetic so I, I, yeah and and I don't and know. don't forget hardwire just kind of dropped on us it was just like three months before they released it we're like up yep, here's the new album and here's our song and video so Metallica does shit like the only time Metallica's really ever um, done anything that like w- w- that wasn't secretive essentially in recent memory was when they were doing uh, Death Magnetic because um, remember Mission Metallica that website like every fucking day I'd be waking up and checking to see if something had dropped
1: yeah that was a good time know, so it was. Lars would be like it's like yeah we're gonna have the L Mount like you know, um, probably next year or so, and then three years go by, and then you get all these teases, and I'm like, dude, just, just don't say anything.
0: And then don't get her hopes. Yeah, to. one day it's just audio of Lars waking up and farting, and I still woke up to, to, to check that out. But um, we're already thirty minutes in. We haven't even really talked comic books, but that's okay. This is a fourth mother box. This is what we do. Um, so let's, yeah, let's we do
1: what we want here too. Yeah, so. you you're
0: goddamn right. <laughs> we do what we want here too. Um, So check this out. Here's here's some DC first, right? That's our bread and butter. Um, So we had mentioned that Ezra Miller uh, has received the help that he so desperately needed, um, at least per reports, um, that uh, he's he's getting some sort of help. Because once he heard that the Flash was in trouble from Warner Brothers, like, they were thinking about axing the movie because of his behavior and, and rightful reasons, I don't, I, Warner Brothers has done a lot of terrible shit, um, but I, I would at least understand axing the Flash, even though I want to see this movie really, really bad. Um, so, he apparently he met with Warner Brothers and heard the movie was on the chopping block and just said, alright, you know, I really care about the Flash. I'm going to go get help. So, I mean, you know, if, if Ezra Miller, you know, Really groomed a twelve-year-old or whatever that was, then put him behind bars and, lo- and throw away the key. Um, but if but if this is a situation where somebody just needs this help, you know, I'm glad that they're at least getting it um, for themselves, right? Right? I can care less about a comic book character because you can always reshoot those film scenes or make a m- new movie. So, so we'll see. I don't know. It just just feels like this. This is an ongoing just thing to add on top of Warner Brothers as they're like revamping and re- trying to f- find their identity with DC because they fucked that up so royally after Justice League they,
1: they're not like really showing any great signs of hope for the future either because Warner uh, you know the WB Discovery doesn't seem like or the CEO seems like he's a like a tyrant I mean he, he canceled Batgirl and like, then you hear all these other cancellations, like, especially Batman the Animated Series, even though it's not truly canceled, but it's it's going to end up somewhere else, and I'm just like, why are you putting DC content somewhere else? Like, that's... Especially Batman the Animated Series, I don't give a fuck who you are, like... Like, or, you know, all the little comments like, we have too much Batman, blah, 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 blah. Well, it just so happens to be that people want Batman, so... They can put out 40 Batman animated series and like one Green Lantern series, and people are more people are gonna watch the Batman se- animated series. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. So, um, yeah, but that I don't see that that, uh, Green,
0: that that Green Lantern animated series I had like maybe a season or two. I can't remember. It was really good. <laughs> um, they, no, 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 it wasn't. Yes, it was. Um, they, well, Green Lantern's a Shut up. Green Lantern's a character that you could really world build around. I mean, universe build around you the could. fucking Lantern Corps. You could. certainly could. Yeah.
1: I, I believe that. Um, that's that's a big enough story for it, but they, you know, I don't know. They just, like, don't give a shit, so... That's just kind of, I feel like, the approach they've taken. I mean, I don't want Disney to own the DC Universe. Oh, they will I feel won't. like that, Disney won't. just has too much... Even though that would be cool to have it all under under one umbrella, because then the possibilities would be endless. But, um, I just don't feel like uh, they would ha- represent. They would have do that well. D- Disney doesn't really. I don't feel like do dark well. No, they don't. They it. don't
0: yet. I haven't seen it yet. So,
1: so, um, I don't know. I mean, I would. I don't know anybody else. I mean, it just seems like the two companies are like Warner Brothers and Disney. Like who are the who the fuck else is else is out there? Uh, Amazon.
0: Uh, well, um, I mean, Sony is kind of up there. I mean, but Fox is owned by Disney now, so Paramount. HBO, I think I think Paramount is kind of H- limping in there somewhere. Uh, somewhere. Um,
1: I think HBO. I don't know if HBO Max is under somebody or yeah, think, Warner uh, Brothers. Oh yeah, that's right. Warner Brothers ones. Okay, yeah. I I watched like the first like twenty to thirty minutes of the new Game of Thrones, and I'm like, I'm done.
0: So. Oh, did you?
1: Yeah, I tried. I yeah. really did. Um, God, I just don't have it in me to do that. I just people said it was like amazing and epic, but I, I don't know. I mean, the first thirty minutes, I'm like, this is just like. I'm, this, I'm, it just, I don't, I don't know. It already got greenlit a, a second season. I saw that. I, yeah. People should wait. They should wait. You know, like Warner Brothers will do that, but they won't even give Batgirl a chance, which is kind of bullshit. I yeah. mean, does every movie have to be such a blockbuster where it makes a billion dollars? Oh, I, third. I still believe that that movie would not fail like they they think it will and especially listening to the directors talk about it i mean that you know that clip you sent me yeah these and, and these directors like you know they they know what they're doing they've they've done superhero stuff before yeah these are the miss
0: marvel uh directors right
1: right and even though miss marvel is kind of like like a, you know i've said previously kind of more geared towards kids but you know it wasn't like something that was was but, terrible. Like you can s- you Very know be older people and people. still appreciate it. But um know about. you know, I don't think that that would have been that would have been bad. I mean, fuck, again, Michael Keaton as Batman, like even if the story sucked, you you'd still walk away and be like I just saw Michael Keaton as Batman again. Holy fuck. Like seriously. So, um yeah. I don't know. And I don't see why they they're pushing for more movie releases because you know that that Um, that data came out recently where they were saying people are streaming just as much as anything or like, you know, or more than cable, right? Like, so they have more on streaming. People are streaming more than they're watching cable. And I mean, going to the movies doesn't seem like it's really making a difference. Um, You know, even Jamie Lee Curtis actually just came out recently and said they are the new Halloween ends, which comes out uh, in a little bit more than a month they are going to release it on the same day on Peacock
0: I saw that and so that's going to be said, the only way I'm going to watch it.
1: <laughs> right she was like she's like the data suggests that you know even though we did that you know they still made a, a shit ton of money like it didn't make a difference whether they did either so they're just going to release both and, and and honestly I'll go to the theater to see it and, and I'll come back home and, and watch it again so um
0: that's a good point yeah. I don't know I would love to you do know, that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't see why you, you're they're saying, like, you know, just because it's on TV or a TV series, like, it's watered down. I mean, maybe they don't make as much. Maybe that's it. But, but again, you have these, like, things, other things that exist where it's, like, maybe, I don't know. I mean, well, then, again, now that I think out loud, you know, Wonder Woman didn't make as much and maybe some of the other. Um, but then you you really couldn't go to the theater, so then that makes
0: yeah, Wonder Woman was um, was a pandemic. I mean, it was partially a pandemic bust, but it was also the story could have been a lot better. Um, uh, Warner Brothers tinkered with that very movie. True. Warner Brothers tinkered with that movie because Patty Jenkins made such a great Wonder Woman movie in the in the one in 2017. Um, it was very Zack Snyder, needed, Tony, yeah. but but I'm just saying. Yeah, they suck. WB
1: just sucks the suckiest suck that ever did suck.
0: And then yeah, that 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 clip you were talking about, you know, I I'm not gonna say I like changed my mind on how I feel about Batgirl being canceled, but it's I'm definitely feel for those for these two directors. Um, and while I'm talking, let me get their names because uh, I don't want to shortchange them um, because they're you know y- you could just see and they they were very professional and very respectful, um, and you know we're even talking about being against piracy right you know because the the footage does belong to warner brothers i mean that's the contract you sign right they could do what they want with it which which fucking it it sucks especially when it's what you created like it's you know we just watched one man's dream at hollywood studios wednesday night you know you just your heart gets ripped out of you every time you hear the story about walt losing oswald um uh, you know, before Mickey was was created, due to some like con- contractual loophole. Like, I'm not saying this is the same situation, but it's just like losing something that you put your blood, sweat, and tears into is just nuts. Um, so these these two, you know, were were saying that they understood, but it was just like as they were explaining it, and that's Bilal Fala and Aldi RB, and I might be saying their names wrong, but both of these um, these two guys were just talking about um, when they found out um, one of them was getting married. Uh, He was out of the country, out of the United States. um, And another individual, I believe was like a memorial service for like a grandfather or something. So it's talk about two ends of the spectrum of where these people were, when they were finding out that the movie was, the rumors it was getting shelved. And then they got official word that it was getting just cut. And they talked about how they tried to record it on their phones. Like they went to the servers, tried to record it and they were blocked from getting it. And um, that's the part that they said where piracy was bad. Um, but they were just like panicking and you could just see it in their face. It's just like, ah, it sucks that Warner Brothers is doing this to them regardless of the outcome of the type of movie like you pay somebody to create a movie. You just let that artistic direction take heed. I lost the Snyder cut and then let let the people decide just like I, I, I don't see what's so hard about that.
1: Yeah, they keep they keep counting. They keep talking about like this movie made 90 million dollars and they're going to You know, just make it a tax cut, you know, a tax write-off, and I'm like, you would make so much more releasing it in the film. Take for example the biggest piece of shit that Marvel ever released, the one known as the Eternals. Now, Tom Morbius domestically. This, uh, okay, well, well, you have you seen the Eternals? No,
0: I can't imagine it's worse than Morbius, man. I. I But but, (laughs) but go on. I've seen
1: both. Yeah. And, and and let me retract in my statements earlier. Like, yeah, Morbius is is not is not what we wanted it to be. We'll say that. I mean, it's it, it really was just a really lackluster, and um, I don't know what uh, Sony is doing. But anyway, I would say if I watched both of those again, I would probably say Morbius is better. Not saying it is is by any means great though, but it is better. Um, the Eternals. Made domestically, one uh, it's like 164 million. Internationally, 237 million. Worldwide, 402 million. So like half, almost half a billion dollars. And this is a big piece of flaming pile of shit, like biggest flaming pile of shit. Now, you tell tell me right now, like people love Batman. People love the Batman world. Uh, Maybe not everybody knows a lot about Batgirl, but this is a movie we've never seen before. It's never been done. So, releasing it in the theater would get the interest of the Batman, you know, fan base, plus Michael Keaton's, you know, nostalgia. Like he, he kind of redefined the Dark Knight. He really helped do it. Um, and so, that would get butts in seats 100%. And even if the first movie was a bit lackluster, you can always build on whatever you've, you know, whatever your mistakes were. And then. Um, You know, it probably would do better than the Eternals would do because I would just think, like, again, like, you know, new character we've never seen. They're expanding. You're writing a new story. You're including some elements that are really interesting to people. I I can't imagine that would be a bad story. Plus Firefly. Brandon Fraser is Firefly.
0: We've never
1: seen that villain before. So here's, here's a new character that's getting their debut, getting a movie. Here's an old OG character that's like just the definition of nostalgia and we're getting a new Batman villain who we've never seen on, on the big screen. What the fuck is the problem? This can't be... You would have to actively try to
0: make this suck and I, I just don't believe that that's true. So, It's all fantastic points. I have a very optimistic i uh, outlook on it right now just because I'm just kind of hoping, right? Um, I'm hoping that because this was like contradicting oh. of the Snyder verse one second because it was contradicting of, of the Snyder verse um, I feel like maybe they heard the loud voices and said all right the only thing we can do to save this universe is to just cut back or i push the flashback in I don't know because Ben Affleck's in Aquaman too, and Ben Affleck's also in the flash so we'll see I could just be blowing smoke out my ass
1: yeah, I was uh, I was thinking. I'm like, you know, you never know who else we would have gotten in this movie. Um, That's true. So, oh, you know, also I, I forgot to mention like Commissioner Gordon too. So, yes. Um. Yeah, rain's Me scene. I don't think I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see what they do with the Flash, because I almost think they can't. They can't, you know, just scrap this way. Uh, no. You know, sweep that under the. They really just can't. They've spent too much money on it. And even if the, I think even though with Ezra Miller being Ezra Miller, I think, you know, it still probably would have done pretty well. I think, you know, the hardcore fan base just doesn't give a fuck. I mean, I know I would go see it like I don't you know, I love the movie, you know, the, the character, the story. Like, I, I mean, whatever Ezra Miller is doing in his personal life is is what it is. Like I feel the same kind of same way about like Dave Mustaine. Like, I don't care for Dave Mustaine. Every time he talks, he, it's just like a, like what do you he's mean? just a shithead. Nah. Yeah, like I, he's just a fucking arrogant prick. Try Every time my I beer. I know he was just on Joe Rogan, and I he actually was. am I need to listen to that. Yeah. To uh, listen to it, um, just to, you know, again, like give him a chance, hear what he has to say. I mean, sometimes it's good to like, even if people you hate. Or, or really, heavily dislike, you know, list, you know, like really sit them down and like listen to the, what they have to say. can sometimes, like, maybe give you some insight into, like, why they say such shitty things. But um, if he even goes into, like, you know, bitterness about Metallica, he I swear won't. I'll be dumb. Rogan should
0: ask him. He won't. he won't. He won't. Dave's over that shit.
1: No, I, I don't feel like he is, though, because in, in you know, some interviews, he's like, He's very positive, and then other ones he's he's kind of not. And I'm just like, dude, you left the greatest band in the world. You got fired from he the got greatest band out of in the it. world.
0: Yeah. yeah. And but but he you know, turned that sucks. he turned water into wine though. Megadeth is fantastic. Right.
1: Right. Um, even though every new Megadeth album that comes out will still be outsold by the Black Album. Oh which well, came yeah. Yeah. Well, 90s. Even so, like. Like, that's still pretty fucking great. Like, you have a legion of fans. People care about your music and and what you have to say. Like, I've seen Megadeth. They put on a good show. Like, he's, you know, he's a great guitarist. I'll give him that. Like, there's some great guitar work
0: in there. I got it. I would be regaled because another reason why Dave is close to me, my heart, is because we opened for his band, you know. And we also saw Megadeth that same day. Opened for him first and watched him play in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Plugged his Scourge he's
1: looking. He's he needs like a new look. He's looking pretty crusty. I mean, well, I redheads should I never
0: grow out the hair as long as he has. I I, I I vehemently have always believed that. Like, come on, what the fuck are you doing, Dave?
1: <laughs> I mean, I remember seeing him in, in like he's he's got like a he looks like he's got chick hair. I I, I don't know. He does. He's
0: he's, stu- he's he, stuck in he the age. He kind of looks like an old woman now. I don't know if he's so. ever. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever cut his hair. Oh, it, it, what, what was it? The meme Tim shared with us at on one time. He looks like what's her nuts from A League of Their Own, the catcher from A League of Their Own. Now, um, <laughs> shit, probably. They're fucking dude. Did you know that they're they're? I don't know if you ever watched A League of Their Own um, back in the day, but they they're, they they re, they're redoing it as a series on Amazon, and I think that's awful. I don't know. I'm getting very contrarian about that because I think that's a perfect movie.
1: You know, it's like Hollywood has just run out of ideas. And so they, they do this a lot with horror movies where, like, they don't have anything else to give us, so they're just like, man, let's remake The Exorcist, or let's remake Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. or Freddy Krueger, ti- and every time it sucks. I mean, um, even the Halloween, Rob Zombie's Halloween, I walked away, like, really pissed about that. I mean, I feel a little bit better about it nowadays, but, you know, every remake, like, Chucky was horrible. Friday the Thirteenth was um, the one in two thousand and nine was pretty much every other Friday the Thirteenth, so it wasn't really necessarily a remake, but still, it wasn't really offering anything new either. Um, I'm kind of hesitant to re- to watch the new Candyman just because I feel like it's it's not it's it's going to be the same rehashed shit. And Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street remake was awful. Then again, I don't really care for the original Nightmare on Elm Street, so. Uh, even though I respect Robert Englund and he, that's a great character, I've just never been gravitated towards that series. But it, anyway, yeah, Hollywood doesn't have, you know, anything to give us. So they just they're like remaking stuff or taking big franchises and just like milking the shit out of it. Which, you know, the reason why we have this podcast.
0: So. <laughs> exactly. Um, real quick on uh, two more quick hits on D.C., Aquaman 2 and Shazam 2 were both pushed back. It's like, I'm so numb to this when it happens. I, I mean, anything outside of, like, if Snyder's over it, because I remember being super pissed when they pushed Batman Superman back like a year and a half. Um, so Aquaman 2 was pushed back, like, till fucking December next year. Um, James Wan shared some, like, concept art on Instagram and Facebook, probably, and said, it's just not done yet. He needs to... I don't know. I think they already did reshoots. He just needs to, you know, final effects, special effects, and shit like that. Which, which is, which, you know, I, whatever. I,
1: I don't understand how they can they can pump out two Spider Man like a Spider Man movie every two years, and yet these DC movies are just, you know, they take forever. I mean, uh, WB is the the king of like pushbacks and and like release dates, and I've said it before, like, you could release any DC movie on the same day of any other movie, like, whether big or small, fuck Avatar right in the ass. Um, and it'll be fine. No,
0: no, no, you cannot it's, release Shazam 2 the same weekend as Avatar 2, man. As much, I would oh. go see Shazam first, but it's not going, you've got no, people you who doing? don't care about Avatar, Avatar that'll go see Avatar, just because of the hype.
1: No, no Nobody's a super fan of Avatar. Nobody. is. They exist, but I mean, if it was, if it was the same weekend as a Star Wars movie, okay. But we're talking about Avatar too. Like, I don't even think people like own an Avatar shirt. Um, yeah, or, they like, do. Are Evan obsessed does. in that world. With that world, no. But the, no, there's like, I'll I'll never understand that movie. I'll never understand the success of that movie. I don't. I mean, I might see the second one. I, I don't really. I, it might be like one of those things where I wait till it's on like HBO or some some shit like that. But you mean Disney I'm Plus? I mean, like, yeah. Or yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Disney Plus because they own that shit. But, but still, I saw the trailer. I'm like, well, the visuals look nice, but I don't really care. Yeah, neither and do I, don't know I. Anybody else who's there's like a never? Course. Have you have you ever met somebody that's like? Like a super fan of this? No. Nobody talks like they do about Star Wars or DC or something.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. I haven't met them. But I just think it's something where like there's enough of the collective that have just enough interest in this or this movie that's going to make a billion dollars just by showing up to the party. Right? I mean, it's shocking. I mean, it was, I think, I don't know, for the time it might have been groundbreaking and shit. Uh, I, again, I never saw that movie in theaters. Never saw it until it was actually on Disney Plus. I think um, either that or Courtney had the DVD and we watched it together one night. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't care. But but there's there's enough collective out there that would actively choose Avatar over Shazam for that opening weekend and subs- the weekends following because um, if the like. I don't know, families might be like, all right, we're going to see one movie this month or one movie this this, this this week. And, you know, if it's Shazam or Avatar, there's going to be more buzz around Avatar because you have Disney pushing it. You've got the collective that just happens to like it enough that they have to go see it in theaters. Um, and the hype from before, right? Remember how Endgame, you know, was fighting to beat that record. And uh, it's just, I think it's smart to move Shazam. You know, it sucks that they had to move it again, but I'd rather Shazam to do better, and this is,
1: I and... I don't know. I've never like you know. There were times in my life where I, I wasn't like I didn't really have a bank account when I was younger. Like, but I found time. I found a way to get to the movie theater to see shit that I really wanted to see. So, if it wasn't this that weekend, it would be the following weekend. Um, no, no. I don't think people. I just don't think people. If people want something, they will go. It these are like you know the people that camp out in front of Best Buy when there's a new iPhone, it makes no fucking sense, but people still do it, they do, you know. Yeah, I don't get it, I don't know. So, uh, I'll never understand the release dates. I really like why they push it back so far. Like, okay, you don't want to release it the same weekend as Avatar, push it back a few weeks, don't push it back like three years. This is just bullshit.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't. And I think the other part of why they were pushing it back too is to get more IMAX theaters because Avatar 2 has commandeered that market for that weekend. Look
1: at Disney too. Disney, we get something new like every other month.
0: Oh yeah, well, because they're just beating the shit out of Marvel. Whether it's a movie or a TV show. Yeah. Speaking of beating the shit out of Marvel. Oh, and by the way, everybody calm down. Matt Reeves has a new contract and that includes multiple movies and years. So the Batman 2 is coming. I told you all to just calm the fuck down. So we're good. We're yeah, good. we knew.
1: We all knew that yeah. that, that would get greenlit. Because had to. That's just
0: had to. Stupid,
1: if if it wasn't greenlit.
0: Yep. Um. So they film. They finished, or the filming had wrapped on Echo. I think an actor from the series had said. Um. Also, Fantastic Four gets the Wandavision director, uh, to do their
1: movie.
0: Oh. Really?
1: No. No. Nobody wants Fantastic Four, I don't. I have to see it, but like, I don't.
0: Brad's gonna run to no Chicago point. and rip your ass out.
1: Fantastic Beast is just fucking horrible. Like, you mean Fantastic Four? Me to say that,
0: what? I said Fantastic okay. Four.
1: Oh, I thought. Oh, okay. <laughs> you realize, but you realize though, like, I thought you were just abbreviating it.
0: Oh no. Um, oh, like I see what you're Fantastic saying. Beast oh 4. shit. No, the Fantastic 4. Like Marvel's Fantastic oh, okay. 4. <laughs> it's the okay, well, yeah.
1: yeah, we want the Fantastic 4. <laughs> okay, what thank you. I, like I, I was Definitely definitely
0: about to go to war with you there on just, that one, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would not I would not ever say that. I mean, they need a redemption bad. So um, bring on the Fantastic 4 and and also bring on the X-Men. We actually this past week Got an X Men teaser. Yeah, uh, tell
0: tell me about She Hulk episode two because I sure as hell didn't watch it.
1: Um, nothing. It was like a filler episode. Like nothing happened. Like they just kind of like talked to her about, you know, she gets on this new firm because she was fired from her old firm uh, in the first episode, and then she gets on this new firm, and they're like, you have to be She Hulk, and then you have to, uh, you know, your first client is Emil Blonsky, which is AKA the SpongeBob character reject. The abomination yeah and uh, that's pretty much it and then there's a brief mention in like some newspaper that there was a man in a bar man with uh claws that was in a bar fight that's it oh really insinuating yeah insinuating a one Wolverine
0: interesting I mean the mutants are confirmed in the MCU universe so that's cool <laughs> I kind of hate that you know, they're doing it like this. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I think the way they introduced the mutants with Professor X in, like, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness was a was a good little way to say, like, oh, shit, the X-Men exists somewhere in the multiverse. Um, I don't know. Like, it just feels... I have two feelings about this. I don't care about She-Hulk enough to really feel this way, but I'm trying to objectively think that... Does it do a disservice to her? I, I mean, I, I know it's just one throwaway scene, one line. I get that. I get that. But does it do a disservice to her to take away from her series? Like, even adding Daredevil, in is, is getting more people to watch. It's like, give her a shot to, you know, make a good series and, and well, let let the character they, shine.
1: Nobody would watch it. Very few people would watch it if they didn't do this. Marvel knows what they're doing. Disney knows what they're doing. I know. They one hundred percent. Same thing with Echo. Yes. Nobody with, would watch um, some shit. What's that without Kingpin. without uh Wilson Fisk and Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean it's the, it's the God's honest truth. Like it is people are like, Well that's sex that's sexist to say. I'm like, well, I you know, WandaVision did fine on its own and sure did. Because Wanda's a great uh, character. To, Wanda's a great character. Scarlet Witch is a great character. And um you know, enough said same thing with wonder woman yeah yes you know? yes i remember, god not saying you know you know not saying that these character, these new characters can't be good it just you know i mean i feel like i mean she hulk you really couldn't have done that without the hulk at least but then like you know adding in daredevil is kind of like mm, i mean as much as i want to see him it's like i mean i guess it kind of makes sense but you know you're they're really clearly doing that for a reason so, hmm
0: I agree. I agree. And it's not saying it's bad. And it's it's they're, working.
1: They're almost kind of like, they're kind of like buying their viewers off by doing that. You know, they're giving them, they're giving them something they really want, you know, so they will return the favor, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... There's no uh, subliminal messages there at all. Jesus
0: Christ, no! I, I mean, I mean, the, Kyle taking us down a road, um, and because of that, I forgot what I was going to ask. Um, no, I remember. Um, did you pre-order uh, Hogwarts Legacy?
1: Um, not yet, but you know that that will be that will be something that, that won't even be a question. Yeah, I'm so, going to do the
0: one that we that you get it 72 hours in advance. Uh, I think we're going to do that one. <sighs> I'm
1: I'm still frustrated that that is. I mean, they were speculating that to be released in September because I remember I read an article where they were saying they're releasing an art book, a book in the in the stores where they talk about all the you know the art and design mm-hmm. of, of this this video game. <sighs> I'm just I'm just annoyed. I'm like really annoyed. I get I it. Mean, I so. get it.
0: I mean, video games will piss us off. Um, other things that will piss us off, too, um, is how much you pay for, to go on a voyage of the Halcyon, just to stop it back to you. Um, but the Halcyon bookings for 2023 in the Galaxy Far, Far Away are opening in a couple of days on September the 1st. So, Kyle, you think it's realistic you get on the Halcyon on 2023? Fuck no. <laughs> no, sh- shut up. Yeah, you will. You I will. mean,
1: I would love to do that. Don't get me wrong, but holy shit, this has been a horribly expensive year, and and I even started with Christmas, so...
0: Oh, fuck Christmas. Nobody gets presents this year. Inflation.
1: You know what? Like, it just... As an adult, it just becomes more and more of, like... It's supposed to be a time of the year that you really look forward to, but, like, man, like, I just feel like I don't want to do any of that. Just fuck shit. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, when you're an adult, you could pretty much pay for what you want. Yes. Most cases, like, you get what you want, you know. um, I mean, I'm I'm not talking, like, if you you can get everybody can just go out and afford a Ferrari, but you know what I mean. Like, if you want to go to the movies, you want to go out to eat, like, buy, like, some cool shirt, most people can do that. Mm -hmm. Why do we need to have a day where everybody just goes out and, and, like, spends a shit ton of money for your— Your mom or your dad or your brother We can all go out and do that It's like everybody saved their money Kids can't do that So you don't It should really Christmas It should be for kids Right And if you don't have kids Then you know You don't have to spend any money You just show up And you you, you get you're like Eat some biscuits And Christmas cookies And you just get really fat And call it a holiday
0: Sure Fuck them kids I'm gonna buy presents Wrap them up Put them under the tree Before I go to bed Christmas Eve Wake up and open them Mm. I'm going to be my own Santa. Fuck that fat fuck. Yeah. <sighs> um, Why not, right? Yeah. And I can't remember if we've mentioned this too, but um, Andor, according to producer, director, or the uh, the series, doesn't sound like there's going to be any fan service. So, which I'm fine with. I am fine with it. I mean, Star Wars, I think you could do oh it.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> what will Evan do?
0: Yeah, I know, right? Especially since it's okay in Star Wars. Um I, I think that's more than fine. Uh, Andor doesn't need to have fan service, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. You'll probably see what characters it, that but it does. Yeah, I know. You'll you'll probably have characters from the past who show up, but they probably will have prominent roles, so Looking forward to it. So isn't that
1: isn't that fan service?
0: Having prominent roles? I no, I
1: like you said characters Yeah characters are
0: right? But like, well, what I'm saying, I'm saying, goal? I'm saying, they'll probably have characters from the past, maybe like, like, like Harrison Doula, We've never seen her in live action. I wouldn't think that Harrison Dula necessarily is, is. Um, although we're probably gonna get Hera and Ahsoka, but we could get her here first. Um, I don't think that'd be fan service because she's never been in live action, and it makes complete sense for her character to be. Involved with the shit Andor is doing um, around this time in Star Wars history, so we shall see.
1: Yeah, when when does Andor comes out? When we're going to be in uh, another country, right? No,
0: uh, uh, like a couple days before I leave. September twenty first is when the first three are dropping, and then the second episode will drop when I so think we're out there. Yeah, the fourth. So you know, make a
1: prediction. Um, because I will, I will watch these shows, I, or I will watch this show. Do you think I will actually like this show?
0: Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. I do.
1: Fair, fair, yeah. it's a fair prediction. <laughs> um, well, hopefully, I do.
0: Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not like looking to be, or I'm not like holding out that this is going to be the greatest Star Wars media ever. I don't, I, I don't think it is, but I'm very much just excited about the end, uh, and, and I have anticipation of what it can be, especially since they said they've pretty much ditching a lot of um, CGI and digital, and they're they're going straight to like a lot of practicality in this, this, in this series, so I'm all for that. I am all for that. What I'm also for yeah, is... Well is ending the show, Kyle. Um, uh, go ahead, and then I have a joke to tell you from one Mike Norat that uh, there was a burn done on you, um, and I have to share. Uh,
1: yeah, well, it's probably not... Uh, it's not probably well thought out because of, uh, of the source that it came from. But I just wanted to say, too, is like I just had a thought that, you know, we're going to have two great months for video games next year because February we are getting... Hogwarts Legacy, and then the month after that, we were getting one Jedi Survivor. Yeah, and yeah, let's remember the name this time. So,
0: good job. Yeah, let's hope that well, that's yeah. a true rumor for that date. So,
1: oh, that's not confirmed,
0: it's not, it's, it's like all like Lucasfilm, Lucas Games hasn't confirmed it, but the person who's writing that book that's releasing in March that's connected to the games. Uh, Said the game's coming out then too And then we had that like leak of that date That you could have you know saved the game On the Playstation store so They haven't said it yet They're going to push it back Most likely I I feel
1: like every time they say release date You you should just anticipate that It's not going to be that release date It's going to be once you get two months From that release date They'll they'll release an article like on IGN Like "Mm, you know what sorry It's going to be a year later So mm, go fuck yourself Yep so they, they do that every time, every freaking time. I know. We'll
0: see. I will be inc- totally shocked if um, this game comes out in March. I didn't anticipate it to. I really didn't even anticipate it to come out next year. I didn't. So we'll see. We shall see. We haven't even had any gameplay for it yet. Like I, I, unless they're just specifically doing it and keeping it under wraps, but we'll see. Um, finally, as we venture on out, out of the fourth motherbox today, I got a text around eight thirty last night from a friend of the show and friend just in general, Mike Norat, stating so funny Boo. moment so f- so funny moment just happened watching the Cowboys uh, that's football Kyle and they said the name Kyle and then D who is Mike's fiance out of the blue says fuck you Kyle Kyle your response.
1: Oh, that's, that's it? That's it? That that's, Did did Mike break his brain, like, coming up with that? Like, Probably,
0: once he got I off just, the couch.
1: I just see him up, like, l- all these late nights trying to come up with something. <laughs> get, it must have taken him at least a month to come up with that. Bravo, Mike. You get a gold star for trying.
0: He gets a gold star, and you get a gold star for lasting an hour and five minutes into the Fourth Mother Box. So thank you for joining us. Follow us at Fourth Motherbox on Instagram and Facebook. And anywhere else we're out there, we're the mother box that's red and exploding. Um, but thank you for joining us always. Kyle, roll us out with final thought of the day. some final thoughts.
1: I, I had some original final thoughts coming into this, but now that I hear Mike's um, lack of creativity, I'm going to have to say this. So if you ever find that you you are in desperate need to find a, a toilet, and sometimes you're out and about, uh, you're on the town, and it just hits you—you you gotta, you gotta stop at like a Wendy's or a McDonald's, right? So this is the place you go to like do a public shit. And if you happen to stop at a Wendy's, you might see a one Mike Norat, and and it's pretty typical for Mike to get a frosty. So instead of using Wendy's glorious bathrooms, I want you to go take a big steamy shit right in his frosty.
0: I'm about to be in the with the tears, I'm about to rule my